0: This week, um, six years ago now, I believe, if I have my math correct, was, of course, the the beast, the fire in Fort Mac. The evacuation was underway. I think the fire would have broken out uh, six years ago, Tuesday, Monday. You'd think I would know the dates I was up there for a good length of time covering it for global television, um, but I don't have the dates off the top of my head. Regardless, it was a year ago, or not a year ago, five or six years ago this week when the fire in Fort McMurray was. So we know that wildfire season is probably well underway in our province, but we haven't heard much about it. I I would assume that's a good thing, but let's get some insight. Let's get some details on where we are in terms of wildfire and what we might expect this summer. We have Richard Carr joining us, who's a fire research analyst with Northern Forestry Center based in Edmonton. Richard, uh, thank you for joining us. I appreciate your time today. You're very welcome. What are we? Where are we? I mean, like I say, the the the, the wildfire in Fort McMurray, and I think the Slave Lake one was, you know, in May as well, if I remember correctly. So, I mean, we know that wildfire season can be in full bore right now. Uh, historically, where are we right now in terms of 2022's kickoff to the fire season?
1: Yeah, I guess first of all, yeah, I just confirm your facts that yes, yeah, six years, ago. six years, okay. McMurray, yeah, and 2011 was Slave Lake and. And both of those years, we had windy conditions, slightly different climatological influences, but uh, they can do, both produce fairly dry air and, and wind in Alberta. And uh, really, Alberta is the, I think, the big province in terms of spring fires. We quite often get the largest fires in spring in this province. The rest of the country, maybe not so much. Um, however, we are starting off uh, a bit slower, quite a bit slower than last year. We've had more snow cover in quite a few of the provinces, so it's uh, delayed a little bit. Last year we had fire activity right at the end of March and early April in southern Manitoba, but uh, due to cooler temperatures, a lot of snow, it's off to a slower start.
0: Okay, well that's good, right? I mean, that's good to hear. Um, So the fires that are burning, there are fires burning, like you say, a slower start. Are any of them giving you any pause for concern at this point in time?
1: Not really. We've had a, a few. I think the, the biggest so far has been a little over 100 hectares, which is quite small, really, compared to a lot of the fires. We term uh, a Class E or a large fire as being 200 hectares or, or larger. So um, as far as I know, we haven't approached that mark yet, but uh, things can change in the, in the spring fairly rapidly. We just need some dry air and some wind, and things can get going. Usually, before the trees have greened up, we've got... Dry grass is still brown, maybe hasn't grown too much yet, and a lot of the trees haven't leafed out. So if you've got fires in those conditions, they can cover a lot of area in a quick time.
0: Um, I keep hearing about drought, drought drought-like drought conditions. We know that farmers are facing some issues in some parts of the province. So um, why, do you, why do you think we're off to a slower start, given what we've seen you know, for the past several months? Have conditions changed over the winter?
1: Uh, yeah, as I mentioned, the snow cover had plenty of old snow cover for sure. We're also in our second year of really a uh, Niña type condition, and and while well, those can bring Arctic air into the, the prairies and generate wind around them, uh, we've also had fairly regular precipitation through a lot of the area so far this spring. I think maybe the exception is uh, southern Alberta, maybe southwestern Saskatchewan, where the snow cover's been a bit patchy, but... Uh, You know, fire problems are really not quite as critical in the the grasslands. You can certainly get some um, fairly intense grass fires, but they tend to only last a day or so, and and then they're gone. So um, I guess we're we're more concerned to be up in the the forested areas or the parkland areas where we get that transition from uh, grassland to forest. And really, uh, in a lot of those areas, the snow is still melting. We've had some recent precipitation, so, you know, things are... Not going quite as fast as uh, they do in some years.
0: What about what we're anticipating for the rest of this summer? We know we had a disastrous summer in some parts of Western Canada. What are you anticipating? Is it possible to predict what we may see a month, two months, three months from now?
1: Well, we do issue seasonal forecasts, and those are based on climate models that uh, the Meteorological Service of Canada runs, so uh, Environment and Climate Change Canada. Um, So we do issue seasonal forecasts at the beginning of each month, so they they are updated. Uh, The latest one that we ran on May 1st uh, still shows we could have fairly active conditions through the summer, July and August, maybe into September. However, compared to the April and March forecasts that we ran, the intensity of those forecasts seems to have tapered off a little bit. So um, where the previous forecasts were suggesting June might be uh, fairly active, it's backed off a little bit. We're still showing a fair amount of country with above normal conditions expected, but it's really kind of a a modeled pattern, and I'm thinking it's just kind of borderline between normal and maybe slightly above normal in June. Mm -hmm. That tends to increase a little bit when we get into July and August, and really that's to be expected. We get into the, the warmer months. Uh, conditions tend to dry out a little bit through those months as well. So normally we'd expect to see an increase in fire activity once we get up to mid-July and and beyond.
0: All right. Well, I mean, off to a good start and manageable, hopefully, throughout the summer. Um, Yeah, we'll see how it goes. Richard, we'll get an update as we go along, of course, but I appreciate your time this morning.
1: Oh, certainly. I appreciate the chance to talk.
0: You bet. Thanks very much, sir. You're welcome. That, that is Richard Carr, who is a fire research analyst with Northern Forestry Center based in Edmonton. And uh, always a cause for concern. There's always reason to be aware of what's happening, no question about it. And as he said, you know, average to above average as we get later into the summer. That's not ideal. That's not perfect. But at least we're off to a fairly decent start.